When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to your Wednesday episode of the Arrowhead Drive. I'm Pete Sweeney. Let's start your morning with today's outlook on the Kansas City Chiefs. Here's what you need to know for Wednesday, September 14th. Harrison Bucker um, has an ankle sprain and we're just going to see. He's got a little swelling in there, so we'll just see how that goes um, day to day. And then McDuffie, uh, Trent has a hamstring and... Um, you know, we're, again, we're just, we're treating it. We're going to see, see where that goes, but, uh, he's going to struggle to make it. He'll struggle to make it to the, to the game. Other than that, everybody is, is up and rolling. As you just heard from head coach, Andy Reed, the chiefs came out of week one, a little banged up. It sounds as if kicker Harrison Butker might be a long shot for Thursday night football against the Los Angeles chargers. And on Tuesday, the chiefs made multiple moves, including moving rookie cornerback Trent McDuffie to injured reserve. That knocks him out for TNF and the following three games. The Chiefs' rookie first-round pick could possibly make his return by their Week 6 matchup against the Buffalo Bills. The Chiefs also activated practice squad players linebacker Jack Cochran and linebacker Elijah Lee and officially signed kicker Matt Amendola along with cornerback DiCaprio Boodle and wide receiver Corey Coleman to the practice squad. Trey Smith, Juju Smith-Schuster, Orlando Brown, and Justin Watson were all limited in practice, but they appear they will find a way to get on the field on Thursday. Patrick Mahomes, who injured his non-throwing wrist, the left wrist in Arizona, is expected to be fine and a full go against the Chargers. Barring something that goes another way, it seems pretty likely we'll get to see safety Justin Reed handle more kickoff duties on Thursday night. Yeah, I mean, I mean, not just me. We have great quarterbacks in this division in general. So you saw every everybody in this division get back pass rushers, and so they can go out there and get after the quarterback and make it hard on us. Um, but uh, Khalil's a great player. I mean, obviously they have Bosa already with a a, a, pref, uh, a lot of other guys that that go out there and can rush the passer. And then they have a good defense everywhere. I mean, they have Derwin at safety. I know John, JC. I don't know if he's playing or not, but he's a great corner. And they have other corners that can play as well. Um, and linebackers. So, I mean, this is a great defense, a great challenge for us early in the season. Um, I'm just sad Khalil came back, man. I thought he was out of the AFC West, and now he's back getting sacks again. The Chargers put a lot of resources into the defensive side of the ball this offseason, most notably adding star pass rusher Khalil Mack and signing top free agent cornerback J.C. Jackson. The defense showed up week one against the Las Vegas Raiders, sacking Carr five times and forcing three interceptions. Max sacked the Raiders quarterback three times, while fellow pass rusher Joey Bosa got the car one and a half times. J.C. Jackson has yet to suit up for the Chargers while he has an ankle injury, and it does seem unlikely he will be able to go on Thursday against the Chiefs. It's worth mentioning on the offensive side of the ball, wide receiver Keenan Allen left their week one contest with a hamstring injury, and it also appears unlikely he'll be able to suit up on the short week Thursday night. Yeah, so I, every year he, he seems to get, get better. Um, he's very smart. He understands where to go with the ball, so you know he's got 
real good grasp of that of the offense, um, and he's accurate. So he does, he does a nice job, and and that's not going to get any worse as he goes. He'll just keep polishing that, um, moving moving ahead. You know, the experience is everything now. So. While the Chargers may be without top target Keenan Allen, this Chiefs defense will have to still face off against Justin Herbert, who, like Mahomes in Week 1, carved up the Raiders' secondary. Similar to Mahomes, the Chargers' star quarterback has some of the best arm talent in the world and makes miraculous plays look easy on a weekly basis. The Chiefs split the season series against the Chargers in 2021, where Mahomes capped things off with a Week 15 overtime win in L.A., after the poor start for the Raiders and the Broncos, it's pretty undisputed that the Chiefs and Chargers Thursday night game could have long-term ramifications on the AFC West's top two teams. Yeah, there's some hidden production there from Chris uh, uh, Seren. He, I mean, obviously he tipped out one, which was huge. And there's a couple others in there where you see him, you know, uh, pressure the middle of the pocket and, you know, Kyle Murray had to move around and that helps us. It, it extends the down the guy's... Uh, extend their coverage etc so i thought chris played really solid he had the fumble uh we couldn't come up with it but and then overall as a pass rush i thought the guys were relentless in their pass rush i mean i thought carlos dunlap got his sack because he just kept rushing the passer and we, we preach about that all the time pass rushes keep rushing the passer and if your coverage is good on the back end you can find a way to get the quarterback on the ground now the guy we just went against you know he pretty slippery um, so it didn't show up in the stat column with stacks and all that, but to get him to run around and off timing wise, I think was a good thing for us. While a lot has been made about the Chargers pass rush and deservedly so, the Chiefs pass rush had quite the performance in week one. Only five players in the NFL registered at least five pressures in week one. Three of them? They were Chiefs. Chris Jones, Mike Dana and rookie George Karloftis were regularly blowing up the Cardinals offensive line. While the Chiefs only recorded two sacks in the game, it was evident that they were relentless, and defensive coordinator Steve Spagnuolo noticed. Uh, Brian Cook stuck out a couple of things that he did. He made some tackles. Certainly Jalen going in and Josh having to go in a little bit. Uh, I thought they, they all did a nice job. George did, was solid. Uh, he, had a, he came right up to me after and said, gave me, gave me the uh, two or three things that he did wrong, which is George. You know, he's always going to... Uh, try to get better but I thought he helped us a little bit um uh who would I have been missing Leo got in there and got a couple of snaps in, in our base defense and then some at the end when we got ahead I think more than anything it was just good that they got first game jitters out of their system they got a couple of reps you know under their belt and hopefully that'll help us in a quick turnaround to play on Thursday the Chiefs' young defense was impressive in their first outing, but they'll have a lot of work to do Thursday night at Arrowhead Stadium. McDuffie will be unavailable, meaning fellow rookies Jalen Watson and Joshua Williams could see a big increase in snaps. The Chiefs will have to lean heavily on their young corners without their first-round rookie. I mean, just the growth that he's had when he first came in. Um, picking up on a defense, which really is not an easy defense to pick up on because mentally we throw a lot at these guys. Um, myself being a veteran, I've seen some defense, and... I even had to take a couple extra um, hours a day to study my playbook. So what I've seen is how well the rookies as a whole, you know, safeties, cornerbacks, have taken it to the playbook. And when they've really got the hang of it, their confidence has grown and really allowed their natural abilities to show. So Jalen has things you can't coach. He's a long corner. He has a physical mindset. He'll come up on run support. He'll make tackles. Um, and you've seen that growth throughout training camp. So he's going to step in there and be fine. 
If you're a little worried about this young cornerback group going into such a big stage, take it from Chief Safety Justin Reed on the confidence they have in Jalen Watson. Now, there is still hope for fourth-rounder Joshua Williams, but it's been the seventh-round corner in Watson who has gotten the attention of the Chiefs coaching staff. Watson has been an under-discussed member of this class, and he's already flashed for the Chiefs enough to play himself into the next man up as McDuffie heads to IR. Uh, I mean, I don't even remember doing it. I kind of just went out there and, and threw a touchdown. I was pretty hyped up, I, but I, I saw it on the broadcast, too. I don't know exactly what I was thinking. All right, Patrick. He played a little coy after I asked him about the image we saw during the broadcast after his fourth week one touchdown pass. Mahomes will likely never openly admit it, but we're confident he's been keeping tabs on all that offseason chatter about how he would struggle and fall off this season. We know the Chiefs dominated in week one of the season with Mahomes making last week his fifth consecutive season opener with at least three touchdown passes. We can't imagine a better way to continue his statement campaign against the league than to have another dominating performance against another AFC West contender. Uh, That's just Pat. That's just who he is. And just kind of what you said, there's always that behind-the-scenes deal where He's going to create a moment that's going to keep him fired up and, and energized about each and every opportunity that, that there is to put something great on tape. So regardless of what that is, I'm glad that he's on our side. OK, and the kid is a tremendous football player. I love the energy and the excitement that he brings. And on top of that, he's just he's the ultimate competitor, you know, and just looking forward to, to watching him do work. <laughs> from here on out. Now, Mahomes wouldn't admit it, but offensive coordinator Eric Bieniemy did just give us a peek behind the curtain saying that Mahomes will create some things in his mind that keep him fired up for the game's biggest moments. While the Chargers themselves haven't openly questioned the greatness of Patrick Mahomes, we can bet that he's definitely seen a lot of those Chargers, AFC West, and Super Bowl champion picks ahead of the 2022 regular season. The Kansas City Chiefs look to keep things rolling and stay atop the AFC West in Thursday night's huge Week 2 showdown. That's the Arrowhead Drive for Wednesday, September 14th. If you've enjoyed the Arrowhead Drive, please subscribe to the entire Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network. And while you're there, leave us a rating and a review. We'll talk to you later today with the Great British Chiefs Show previewing Thursday Night Football. As for me, that's a wrap for now. I'm Pete Sweeney. We'll catch you on Friday for the next edition of the Arrowhead Drive.